When I come around, got the whole thing wobbing. Yeah. All right, man. We back, y'all. This is episode, episode. 18 of the Earn Time War podcast featuring your boy Concept and Phased out. Yeah, we in the place to be, man. Yeah, I'm fucking. I won't say I'm exhausted. My muscles are like real, real sore. Uh, Same here. Same I just here. got done working out probably about an hour and a half ago. Ate me some dinner. And now I'm over here Sir. drinking some, uh, I guess you could say some red wine or whatever. You too. Man, Brusco. Yeah. <laughs> you know, get, get the blood Growing flowing. Growing sexy on Tuesday. I got, I, got a, I got a late date night with my wife around 11 o'clock tonight, if you know what I mean. Oh, shit. Trying to get, the, get the, uh, that blood flowing and shit. Lucky man. Lucky man. <laughs> Ain't too lucky. You should have a date night with your wife every night too. Shit. Yeah, but it's kind of hard because we got a newborn. And oh yeah, she, well her she schedule wakes ain't up right. The, yeah, she mm -hmm. wakes up whenever the fuck she wants. Yep. Hey, you but, know what they say about babies, right? You know what they say about babies. Cock blockers. <laughs> Cock blockers. Cock blockers. Yo. No, I finished mine. You you can whine a little bit. It's it's a uh, exercise for your vocal cords. So I'll let her whine a little bit. I'm gonna finish mine. Oh nah, that's yeah, cool. I me. Mean. <laughs> yes, that's sir. called child abuse, nigga. Nah, she cries for for a good three minutes. She she be all right. Yeah, yo, I'm gonna need for y'all, man, uh, to to hit that like button right now. This is the beginning of the video. Hit that like button. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, right down in the comment yeah. section, how this nigga Faze be uh abusing his child by by letting her whine. <laughs> Just sitting there letting uh. her in the other room. <laughs> Nah, she wants at the wrong time. Like, right. It ain't like, never going right to be the right time. She, climax, she wants at the right, right time. Like, look, daddy, mommy. Right I before climax. Like, <laughs> right before the head tilts up. No. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> uh, nah, nah. I'm just joking. Well, shit, man. That was your day. I know it was long because mine was. Man, I'm about, I don't know about that job. I'll be honest with you. Oh, uh, shit. Here we go. It's uh, it's too long, man. It's too long. Too many meetings. It's too many unnecessary. Hey, you're on contract, so you don't have to renew it. Oh, I, I say, that. I, I, I say, say that. the contract. What is it? Six month contract? Yeah, it ends in uh, December. So, yeah, it's, it's been six months already. I uh, mean, almost six months. Nah, they they. Changed it's been three it months like already, basically. Three. Yeah, it's three months already. Really? I thought yeah. you got the job after we started the podcast. So it's been three months since we've been doing the podcast? I think it was the same week of the podcast when we wow. started. Wow. Episode 18 of the Earn Time More podcast, podcast. baby. Yes, Fucking sir. three months, nigga. There you go. I know. Exactly. Let's go, nigga. That's, that shit just got me hyped, nigga. Let's go, let's, nigga. Let's go, nigga. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we doing good, man. I, uh, I didn't see the views for the last podcast, but I, I know that was, we got pretty good uh, uh, they, they, reactions out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty consistent. Uh. Your boy Faze got a couple of comments directed towards him. <laughs> oh, dang. What happened? What'd I say? Hey, nigga. They say you be saying some outlandish shit, man. What the fuck happened? And word on the street, Ice Cube uh, uh, called you out, nigga. Ah, uh, nah. We, we yeah, he, that he, he said to all you niggas that got me. something to say on your little podcast and radio shows. With, with, with no fucking credentials, got something to say about me. <laughs> nigga, he ain't got no credentials. Now, nah, he, he do, though, but we're going to talk about plan. that next episode. Next episode going to be live, but he do, though, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you the receipts, but we only got 12. He got right credentials? Yet. Yeah, he do. 
He 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 surrounded himself around a good team, man. A good team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. he surrounded himself with a good team. And 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 uh, you know, uh, the point that you made about him, uh, uh, you know, j- just now doing the research. Actually, it's been several months to a year, so uh, we're just now catching on to that, it. That gives him credentials. No, well, it, the credentials the right is, is the team that he had behind him that helped assist him to write this thing. But yeah, we're not talking about that, man. We're not talking about that today. We're not talking about that today, man. So today is a uh, is a masculine episode. You know what I mean? We're gonna stand up tall. This is two black men with a fucking opinion. Sir. All right. And my dog is going OD right now. I kind of like want to run downstairs and bring his ass in the house, but just, I ain't gonna do that. We just gonna vibe with it. Uh, I live on a uh, on a corner. I got an alley on the side of my home. So every time somebody walk by, this nigga be like, look, nigga, y'all niggas jump over here. It's a rap, nigga. You know yeah, what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all come yeah. over here. It's a rap, nigga. We're going to get you. I'm Well, he, he going to get you. He's doing his job, though. He's doing his job. That's why I don't get mad. But, you know, we recording right now. So, you know, I try to keep it as crisp as pop- possible for the listeners and all that. But, yo, anyways, man, let me tell you. You know who Jamel Hill is? Yep. Uh, podcast. She's been in the podcast game for a while. Yeah, uh, she used to have a podcast with uh, Michael Smith called His and Hers. I used to I used to fuck with His and Hers. Then her opinion came out. You know what I mean? And I don't have a problem with people's opinions, but when your opinion is 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 negative to the point that it is it becomes abusive and uh, dangerous to uh, groups of uh, individuals, that's when I have a problem with it. So, uh, Jamel Hill, you know, she uh actually lost her job. She used to work for ESPN. She lost her job for, uh, I guess, for her opinions on Donald Trump, which is fine. You know what I mean? But, you know, when you're working for uh, a particular individual, uh, you can't, same with Nick Cannon, what happened with Nick Cannon. You know, you you, you can't work for these people and then try to shit shit on them on the same breath. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got to be fully independent if you think you're going to have an opinion and nobody could do nothing to you in, 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 in that sense. But she right. worked for ESPN. ESPN is owned by Disney. Uh, she had an opinion on uh, Donald Trump, and I want to say it, it was still an opinion on on white men. I'm sorry. There's, uh, there's a fucking uh, fly or gnat in here. I got a fucking live plant in here, so this should come with the territory. But uh, anyways... um. Yeah, so she fucking, she lost her job. Michael Smith, who was on the podcast with her, the his and her podcast, came over to ESPN with her, blah, blah, blah. That nigga, you know, out of respect for his friend, that nigga quit his job too. You know what I mean? After that whole thing happened. But they paid her a severance package. The package basically be like, I we're firing you, but we're going to give you this package so there's no legal uh, situation going on after this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, anyways, ever since then, her Twitter page has just been so anti-black male. It's not even fucking funny. Really, her entire yeah. Twitter page. Well, not her entire Twitter page. I, but every I, time I, she talks about blackness in America, it seems it comes at the the uh, the. There's there's always a negative connotation to black men. It's weird, and she's married to a black man. But yeah, hmm. what was you about to say? I, I respect the opinion. I I, uh, I know Brittany listens to her every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the guests that she has on. She has mm-hmm. a very strong female. Um, oh, voice. she does her job. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's good at her good. job. I'm I'm not dissing that. I'm I not. I didn't know her Twitter was just like 
what I'm saying is you don't get that off of her podcast that she's so right, right. Because well, her fan base is mainly men, mainly black men. But see, I don't think everybody is well invested in in a lot of the uh, personalities that they listen to to the point that they uh, they follow them to the T. Like Twitter is a place of opinion. It's not like Instagram with, you know, uh, everybody shows the things that they're doing. It's not like Facebook where people are just, you know, showing family photos and shit. Twitter is the place. If you want to really understand how a motherfucker think and the things that they like and dislike in life, follow them on Twitter. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, I I think she, uh, I mean, if you're anti-black man mm -hmm. and I, I, I just don't, I think... The problem with people with Twitter, I think, is like they're putting their subconscious thoughts mm. onto a fucking post. I like that. And like so, that. and so, mm. when you do that, you fail to realize you you fail to look at the optics of how your um your post is looking like. Like <laughs> right now, you, you're saying that for the most part, she censors she centers uh pretty much her opinions or her posts around black men and. How bad? I, I don't think she, you know, I don't think she acknowledges it. You know, it might be too, probably too late. Wait, say, say that last part again. You don't think I, she what? I don't think she recognized that the majority of her posts are about black, black men. men, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that could be true, but I don't know if you've heard because I know you've been really out of the social media space. But uh, the terminology "blue check," you know, verified people on social yeah. media, and. I don't know, maybe it's this political climate or whatever, but like you were saying on the last episode, talking about, you know, celebrities, and we, we played the Malcolm X clip and how people try to act like celebrities are leaders of the black community, right? The mm-hmm. same breath goes to how people hold these celebrities up to a certain standard in society. And um, a lot of these celebrities are playing some particular role in social media where they all collectively, it's like they got a fucking group chat and they're like, all right, which one of you today are going to fucking talk shit about black men? And and, and it's either gay gay black men or it's black women that ha- all have blue checks to the Ava DuVernay's down to the, uh, what's what's buddy from uh, Black Lives Matter who wearing that fucking blue vest? Uh, DeRay or whatever the fuck, D-Ray, whatever the fuck his name is. You know what I'm saying? Like they all shit on straight black men heterosexual black men. I don't know what it is. I don't know what their gripe is. But today's uh, situation was about white patriarchy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And people were saying that basically that black men benefit from it. Benefit from white patriarchy. Yeah, that's what they're saying. You're right. That's that's exactly what they're saying. So I'll read you one thing. She said, "I, I have increasingly found that many black men just want better access to patriarchy. They don't actually want it dismantled. And you know who Judge Joe Brown is, right? Yeah. Judge Joe Brown says that makes no sense. Why would any self-respecting man want to continue with this poison of emasculation and even consider such a proposition as dismantling patriarchy? Like, why would a man want to dismantle patriarchy? Right? Patriarchy, uh, Men would, men, black men want to dismantle what we consider white supremacy, uh, which is white male patriarchy, is toxic patriarchy. Yeah, black men want to dismantle it because black men don't um, benefit 
from white patriarchy. You know what I'm saying? Right. But uh, I don't know. You know, it, that's what she said, and it started a whole thing. And yeah. so, go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, I was like yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I, I don't think – I really don't think black men – if patriarchy – exists within the black community like that's a benefit for us like why why would we want to dismantle uh the idea of do you, you know patriarchy right but do you think that the uh black people live in a patriarchal society or do you think it's matriarchal due to the factors of all the men that you know in your life and how they were raised and who they were raised by i i think it's a I think it's a weird question because uh, the majority, yeah, it's, of course it's going to be matriarchy because the, I wouldn't say the majority of black people live in a single parent ho- household. Right. Or, or the grandma is, is the backbone of the entire, right. you know, family. Right. Faze, um, Faze, Faze in his bag. Listen, go ahead. No, nah, I'm just thinking like you could say it's matriarchy, uh, but if the dynamic is the black males are in, you know, the family and stuff like that, then yeah, I could see black men wanting to participate in patriarchy. I I could see that. They do do people realize that when when black men are the patriarchy of their household, that their household is more successful mm. in terms of finances, in terms of uh, of uh, uh, emotional stability, relationships. Like when there's a man in the household, there's there there when there's a man in the household who is a man who provides, that the woman of the household, her stress levels are much lower. Even if she works yeah. a job, her stress levels are much lower. When you have somebody to bounce off of, with the children, uh, you want to go on girls' night. You don't, as, you know, as a as a single woman, you gotta find a babysitter. But when when you're married or you have your, a uh, man who lives with you who's the father of your children, what? You still want to have girls' night? You can have girls' night. Why? Because daddy is home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So the patriarchy always benefits black men when they're in that position. But white patriarchy never benefits black men. Never. It can't. <laughs> it, 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 it takes me back to a statistic where um, pretty, pretty much like when you're married, right, uh, black men... Um, you know, black black men live longer, right? If, mm-hmm. if they, but black women don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like statistically, no, black women that's are that's more not true. Out, or that's women, not, or women, not. I'm sorry, black. No, that's 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 women not are true. more stressed out when they're when they're married, and black men married? live longer. No, no, men across all racial lines die before women. No, I'm talking about when they they live longer. Like single men don't live that long because there's no one really take care of them. <laughs> I understand that point, but the no the 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 men who are who are married or in relationships still die before their significant other. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We have a shorter lifespan than women. Right, but but we live longer than than the average single guy, single man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. But, but the woman <laughs> is the opposite. If they're married, they, their lifespans a uh, you know, they, they die because there's, there's higher stress. But, you know, I don't know. That's just statistics. Mm, I, I would have to see those numbers. That's a good question. Yeah. That's, 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 that, that got me thinking, though, because I would think that women would be less stressed 
in a successful marriage than a oh, single a, woman who has kids. We don't know if all those marriages were successful. Well, yeah, but you know, yeah. that which is true too, but I'm just saying. I'm, I I would cuz when I look at like all all of our relatives who were who are married and who have passed away, all the men have died first. Mm-hmm. Look at look at granddaddy's uh father. He died before great grandma. And I they think were are meant to I think their inter- internal organs and stuff like that. I think they're meant to live a longer life. And great grandma or... was in her nineties when she passed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what it is about that. It could be like, yeah, the organs or men live a stressful life. I don't know. Right. They just don't eat healthy. <laughs> 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 I don't but yeah, man. So Jabel Hill, so you know, you know how niggas be like to pull up receipts on motherfuckers and shit. Oh, man. So since Jamel Hill, she's talking out the side of her neck right now. Uh, you know, some clever black man decided he said, Hey, let me go find out find some, all know, some the tweets. <laughs> find out all her tweets or, or or a video or something. So he uh this brother over here pulls out a, a video of Jamel Hill on Vlad TV. Listen to this. So he's not picking up on any signal. I'm like, dude, just ask me out so we could like go out and hang and I could, you know, maybe get to know you a little better. And then he told me that he was busy that night because he was playing Madden and he had just <laughs> put the Cardinals on franchise mode. Okay. And that's how I was like, now see, God is working. Oh, he's working a wonder in my life. This is not an avenue to be pursued at all. <laughs> So that that he was chose that. Madden over you. He basically. chose Madden. It's true. He chose <laughs> okay. Madden in terms of instead of hanging out with me. So okay. So then you guys reunite. Go to work and so. Why do you think that brother would choose Madden over dating Jamel Hill? Why would any man over the age of thirty <laughs> choose to stay home and play a fucking video game? And Jamel Hill's in her forties now, so maybe this brother was. This is probably happening. Later on in her career, too. So maybe it's mid-30s. Wait, Why she was asking him to, to go out? She wanted to go out. And, and he was like, ah, not today. Um, I'm, I, I plan I'm on playing Madden. I got the Cardinals in franchise mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> she, well, my thing is, all right, let, let, let's, let's look at the optics of this. I, I like that word, right? Let, mm-hmm. let's, look at, let's look at it from this way. Um, I think Jamel Hill is a pretty cool chick, right? And I think she she looks probably, like Nick Van Axel. Stop playing. No, nah, no, nah, I, I think she she's cool enough. Like she's a homie, you know what I mean? And and she's, you know, you can talk sports with her. She's that yeah. type. Well, of that's girl, dope right? too. But how many? Oh, so he felt comfortable enough to let her know the the truth. Like I'm Basically like, like you, you trying to come over and play Madden? You know, <laughs> you come over here. Like I'm not really trying to go out. Right. So, I mean, maybe it hurt her, but she. This isn't the first time she heard something similar to it. Because I think men are comfortable with her enough to tell her the truth. Like, I just want to chill and play video games. <laughs> right. So it that whole thing wasn't shocking to me. Because, like, if I, were dating, if I was dating her, I, I'll feel um, comfortable enough to tell her something like that. <laughs> and my whole thing is, though, I'm pretty sure she already knew the nigga played video games, right? Right, right. This was you know the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, nice like, twist, I, Jamel. 
when, we, when, when, when I saw that video, I tagged her on Twitter that I was like, this nigga basically is letting you know that he really doesn't care too much uh, for you, right? If, if, a, if a brother could pit a video game, video game over, over you, there's something wrong with you in his mind that he believes that there's something wrong with you. But how many right? dates? How many dates have they, you know, been on? See that that's that's what we don't know. Of course, it's, right. a, it's a it's a fucking thirty second clip. But I said shorty got curved over a game of Madden. <laughs> Niggas be knowing when and not take you serious. But black men do be knowing. Like, eh, you the homie. Yeah. I, I realized that we went on a few dates. You you the homie. I I don't see myself going further than that. It's not the man. She got to play her cards right. If you always get labeled the homie, you got to play your cards. Well, different. she married now. She's married now. Okay, so she played a card different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? A brother, like, a brother, brother took out. You know what I'm saying? I, I, this I nigga think... said, "I still haven't seen Jamel Hill and Nick Van Axel in the same room." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm trying to find a picture of Nick Van Axel because that Nick Van Axel looked just like Jamel Hill, dead ass. But I, I think. My thing is, you know, women, they have this standard of how a date should be, right? But right. That's, but here's the thing. Everyone has their cards and everyone has different personalities and all that, mm -hmm. right? Right. If your personality gives off, I'm cool or I'm the homie, men will probably treat you. Some men might treat you as such, right? Right. And in that case, you also have to do your thing to really not be the homie. You're going to have to not be in the friend zone. Yeah, you, you got to keep that feminine energy on 10, ladies. Got to keep it on 10. You can't be the homie. Can't be the uh, homie. Stop wearing that nigga hoodie. straight out. Stop wearing that nigga hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I'm telling you, stop wearing that nigga hoodie, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Them, that nigga basketball shorts, you can't be the homie off rip. You become the homie later <laughs> on. Stop playing with me. Uh, Stop playing with me, Faze. Stop playing with me. Tell me, tell me, tell me, I'm trying to get the picture pulled up. God damn it, motherfucker. Excuse my French. Damn. These niggas didn't do a uh, didn't do a proper side by side. But this is what we'll do. Okay, this is what this is what we're gonna do. So here we go. This is Jamel Hill. Of course, we all know what Jamel Hill looks like. She looks like one of them frogs off that movie Thumbelina, oh, right? Oh, why are you doing that? And then so, uh, so here's a uh, Nick Van Axel. <laughs> Tell me that don't look like Jamel Hill, my nigga. Stop playing, son. That nigga look like Jamel Hill, my uh, nigga. <laughs> why are we killing this? This uh, yo, this I'm 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 a forever slander Jamel Hill until she start getting a little act right. You married to a black man, have more respect for a black man so this all comes from this all stems from her her initial tweet it all stems from um 50 cent and ice cube you know the whole thing with ice cube uh working not working with but the the trump administration took a few points from his contract with black america and implemented it into the uh platinum plan then 50 cent he come out and um he looks at biden's uh tax for the wealthy and he was like fuck out of here biden about to turn 50 cent to 20 cent you know what i'm saying like uh, he was like 62 percent living in new york city you're crazy i'm endorsing trump that's what that nigga said so you know a lot of black women who have blue checks went on twitter and were basically saying that you know black 
black men are going to be the reason why uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris do not become president and vice president of the United States. They're already setting it up to blame us when Hispanics and white people, even white women, vote more for more Republican than black people do in general. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's where it comes from. Were, were people upset about 50 cents? Uh, Hell yeah. And you know, but the niggas rich. So, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, 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 uh, th- this, her there's name. no plan. There's no plan on both sides. Is it Tina people, Campbell? So. If, if, if anybody hears this, if, if, is it Tina Campbell from Mary Mary, the, the gospel group? I think it's Tina Campbell. If, if it's not, it's something Campbell. You can correct me. But she came out and said that she voted for Trump the first time. And the reason why she voted for Trump is because she voted for her religious views. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She said, I'm a Christian woman. I cannot vote against what uh, my God tell- my God says is right. So mm. she's a pro-lifer. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things that she will not accept in society, regardless of if people are trying to push right. it. Right. And, and she has every right to. And she has um, every and that's what she said. She has every right to. But black people are so funny. Like black people we have to we have to unionize our, our vote. Right. We have to be all together for a vote. And uh the realistically, all of us don't um all of us are in the same tax bracket, right? So th- when I heard the fifty cents thing, I'm like, that makes sense. Um because at the end of the day, you know, his his people ain't getting affected. Mm. And you do what's right for you, whatever makes sense. But then the he, same thing with her. Then he ended his uh his his uh I guess tweet or whatever because he wasn't on Twitter. He then said uh he says fuck New York anyways because the Knicks suck. <laughs> and then he said <laughs> he said and then he said yes. and I don't give a fuck if Donald Trump don't like black people, <laughs> right? <laughs> But anyways, let's go through a series of tweets, right? So this time, and I, lo- I love black men for this. This time, instead of us going like full hardcore, like, fuck Jamel Hill. Fuck all the black women who think like this. This is what black men chose to do. So they started up uh, a hashtag called hashtag blame black men. And this is a sister right here, Tina Ferguson. She said, these brothers exercise their Second Amendment rights in California. Now no one can open carry. Hashtag blame, blame black men, right? Let's go down a couple of things. Did you know black men eradicated a whole warrior race and enslaved half the galaxy in an attempt to build an empire? <laughs> blame black men. Freeze the nigga. <laughs> Hold on, let's go to another one. Bottom row, last one on the right. Need I say more? Hashtag blame black men. This is the, uh, I forgot exactly which flight it was. They were trying to... Uh, I think they're trying to go to the moon, maybe go up to the space station back in like 1950, 1960, and the uh, they all died. That that was the spaceship that that, that blew up after. Uh, wait, 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 what's that have to do with black men? No, it has nothing to do with black men. Basically, oh, so yeah, this hashtag they're making fun of the fact that everything that has been wrong in society, black women, well, not all black women, these particular blue check black women. Uh, black women who don't like black men, and then a lot of white people blame everything on straight black men. That's what this hashtag is a joke of. So this guy said, a black man told JFK, no cap, you should take the roof off. Well, he's dead. Wow. That's how he got sniped in the car, yeah. right? <laughs> and his Owens is actually a straight black man in a wig and eyeliner. Stop it, nigga. Just what saying. Right. 
Okay. <laughs> well, this, this, so this is what black men chose to do instead of going directly at Jamel Hill. Because I think a lot of black men have already, like, done with just her on social media. Same with, like, Amanda Seals and shit. A lot yeah. of black people don't fuck with Amanda Seals anymore. But I don't know. I just wanted to bring that to your attention because I know a lot of people that currently watch this uh, podcast ain't on Twitter. And Twitter just be having some shit, man. It, Twitter will have your day set. Either have you like, man, I can't believe this shit going on. Or like, nigga, I can't believe this shit going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Twitter is worse than uh, YouTube because you actually read the comments on, uh, on Twitter. You don't read the comments on YouTube? I do, and that shit's toxic as hell. It is toxic, nigga. You'll be stuck on there I'll, for a I'll good click hour a video and, and I'll start listening, but I'll be reading comments, nigga. Like dead uh, ass. That that stuff is crazy to me, man. Uh, like what? Ugh. Like what? No, nah, I'm just saying. Like some of those comments are toxic. Like some people are, some people are trolling. You know what I mean? They're just trying to get a rise out of people, and then you know people fall for it, and you're just like, ah, that shit's toxic as hell. Right, but it is. I mean, it's cool. It's cool. Well, how how do you feel about that though? In 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 the sense of blaming black men if Trump wins the presidency again. Um, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Kanye West. Uh, didn't he propose the idea of we need to stop? Um, you know. We need to think differently and stuff like that. I think that idea came from a black man. Not not Kanye West, per se, but um, we need to become a swing state, and, you know, swing vote, and we don't need to vote Democratic just because it, we've been voting Democratic for years. I think that idea came from a black man. So I can see that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, but, blame, blame yeah. us with the West, but... Uh, we're only 13% of the population and then black men are even a lower percentage than that because there's more black women in America than there are black men. So it can't you know, be our fault if that nigga wins. We're too small of a, a percentage. Right, right. Well, I thought you were saying that if black women said that to us. No, they are saying that to us. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying that 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 they can't believe that black men, that, that they're seeing a lot of black men on social media basically saying that they're that they're not voting for Joe Biden. So, you know, when people hear that you're not voting for who they want as the president of the United States, that means that you're voting for the other guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But check this out. Black men let Hurricane Katrina run through New Orleans because it sounded <laughs> like it had a fat ass. <laughs> and then, so here's Jamel Hill's uh, husband. This girl, this I follow this shorty too. She said, uh, you would think since Jamel Hill finally got married, her toxic femininity rhetoric towards black men would stop. This picture is interesting with her husband. What do you see mm. wrong with this picture? She's standing up. And he's sitting, he's sitting down. down. That is the reverse because usually when she's sitting in the chair, that's when you do the whole thing. I know you didn't have a traditional wedding. But oh, you remember yeah. when, when I had the wedding, you would go under her dress, the, uh, the pool, I forgot what it was called, off her leg. I think they're just taking a picture, but I can see what you're saying with that. No, they are just taking a picture. But right. see, when you set yourself up with the shit that you tweet, you open yourself up for niggas to find shit to judge you on. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Comes with territory. 
comes with territory. She got she got her, herself the lightest thing close to a white man. Ooh. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Go ahead. Talk about it, man. Talk about I'm, it. I'm pretty sure. Colorism pretty sure runs it. rampant against black men too. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. And my brother is, is, is obviously lighter than me, but it still works that way. We got to stop acting like black men don't go through colorism either. Oh, That's not back in life. Of but course. This nigga choking on food. Of course. We, but we anyways. video of dark-skinned men saying they wouldn't date a dark-skinned woman. Oh, it's both ways. Black people have an issue with colorism regardless. Regardless yeah. of the fact. That's, that's a totally separate I've seen. I've seen a young boy, and, and you got women who are in their 40s and 30s talking about fuck black men, but they're saying it out of uh, a response to a video of 15, 16 year old black boys being interviewed by a dark skinned, beautiful. Uh, well, she yeah, she's beautiful. She's, she's a pretty little girl. She was she's probably about 17, but she was pretty and she was dark skinned and she would, she was interviewing them and she, and she was like, uh, oh, yeah, I saw that. uh, what do you like? Would, uh, do you like, like black women me? or white women? Yeah, no. and, you know, would you date? That's right. Yeah, you're right. And, and they were majority of them was like, I think it was one brother that said black women, but the rest of them said white girls. And, and she, and one dude was like, she was like, why? And he was like, uh, because y'all are mean. She's like, you wouldn't date me. And he, like, and he said, I'll date black girl, but she got to be lighter than me. And the nigga was already light skinned. So he, he was like really light, but I, I find that problematic because if you're in your forties or your thirties, Judging men in um, in your age uh, in your age range due to a video from 15, 17 year old boys, what does that say about you? Because if you're 40, sadly, you are of the age to have a son around that age. Mm -hmm. So you gotta really check the sisters who are the mothers of these boys and why these boys feel this way. That ain't new, man. That's, that's it ain't young, new. It ain't nothing new. That's the young man's game, man. Like, brother's gonna feel that way, and then they still gonna they still gonna um date a, a dark skinned woman or, or or a brown skinned woman. I don't know. That's that's a young man's thing. Cause then they soon realize uh, oh I, I realize I was like, Ugh. it don't really matter because some of those light skinned girls won't treat you right. You know, I'm just saying, but that, not all of them. But nigga, that, they was let me tell y'all a story, right? This is well before I met my wife. So every girl I've dated has been my complexion or darker. And uh, I had a homeboy who I consider a brother of my own at one point in time. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Came came from New York with us. And they, they moved down here before we did. And uh, I was talking to him. He's younger than me, but I was talking to him. And I was telling him about this girl that I was considering taking out on a date. He was like, he's like uh, a year and a half younger than me. And he was like, man, you should date her. And I was like, well, you know, I don't really do light-skinned girls. And the reason why is because I like to, I like darker-skinned women. I like chocolate. I like brown-skinned women. And, um, but at this point in my life, I was young. I was like fucking 18. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, shit, nigga, I'm not being successful in the, in the dating uh, uh, market. So he was like, yeah, you know, light-skinned girls treat you better. Da -da 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 -da. And he's like, yeah, just give her a chance. So I gave her a chance. Nigga, that was the worst shit I could possibly fucking do. The worst. 
It all depends. It, it all depends. But on it, what... it, it's it's not the color. We nah. know that. It's it's the it's... individual. It's the individual. But see, you have people who take that. Because my daughter's lighter than me, but my wife is my complexion. It happens, right? But you got people who take that 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 um, negative situation that they have with an individual and base it upon everyone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And black men got black men and black women got to stop doing that because um, I don't know if you finished Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I hated the ending. Okay, so can we talk about it real quick? The the ending was trash. Can we talk about it real quick? <laughs> that, it, it was like watching a Star Wars movie at the end. I'm just saying, like, oh, what, what, what was her name? D. She turned to a, a dark a Darth Sith. Well, you, you remember you remember when Atticus when Atticus pulled uh, when he got that book that was written from his son when he went to the future. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Him and Hippolyta went to the future, whatever. He said that uh, he was, I think he said he was getting ready to talk to his son or he was about to further investigate some shit. And um, a robotic arm pulled him through a portal to bring him back to this time. That was D. Oh, I I, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. A a robotic arm pulled him back? Pulled him back through the portal. Hmm. Because I guess he was getting ready to see some shit or learn some shit that he was not supposed to know. And then it's funny that D shows up with a robotic arm. Where the fuck did she get that? And how far in the future was that ending was, though? That's what I want to know. Because she didn't, she didn't have that robotic arm when she was waiting in the car while they were doing the whole she was thing hiding towards it. the end. She was hiding it. No, her arm was in, in the cast. And it was the, it was the, uh, the, the decrepit arm. No, no, no. The, the mom was building her arm. Really? So I missed that. Yeah, you missed My that. My wife was yeah. falling asleep while I was fucking watching. I kept nudging her trying to keep her up. But, it's um, crazy. It's crazy. Like, it was... I mean, I, I understand D um, went through a lot of stuff. Her father died by a white man. Uh, her best mm-hmm. friend died by a white man. Mm-hmm. But, does that, but does that turn you into a killer? You know what I'm saying? She got yes, because arm. of what happened to her with that fucking white police officer and, 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 and when he put that, uh, that spirit inside her or whatever, when he did that magic trick on her. That turned her into a killer? No, it, it, it fueled her with enough hatred and vitriol towards white men with, and all the other stuff that you just named with Emmett Till and her father to the point that she hated white people enough to be okay with killing a white woman who was going to bring that brought that killed her, her basically essentially her brother. If, if uh, George was, um, her, was, uh, you know saying her, her big cousin though, that's how she sees it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you don't see that. I mean, if you put it that way, yeah, she, she did just kill her, um, her, her brother or her cousin. But the so, dog, like I, I feel like the the better uh, ending, and it would have the dog, dog would just ate her, dog would ate her head. Yeah, yeah, that's that what I thought crazy. was going to happen. Yeah. So, what do you feel about this take? So, this guy said, "It seems the overall lesson of Lovecraft Country is black men have to be sacrificed for the good of the collective, meaning the good of black society or the black race, mm-hmm. right?" And then, uh, there were people basically saying that. If you paid attention, Atticus was on that. It was basically a cross. He was sat, he was he was crucified like Jesus Christ. Right. Um, when he got the the uh, 
he needed the flesh of Titus and he needed the blood of Titus. And remember, Ruby gave uh, Letty the blood in the vow, who was of the white girl. Ruby is the black girl who... uh, Yeah, but that wasn't Ruby the whole time. It wasn't. It wasn't. But it was still still the white girl's... No, at the time of the transaction of the vow... It wasn't her blood. Whose blood was it? Because the... the, the, It was Ruby's uh, blood. It can't be. It can't be because they needed the blood of Titus in order for their plan to work. So it, it had and to, didn't work. That's what I'm it, telling you. No, it did work. It didn't, Mark. No, 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 no. You're, I don't think you were paying attention. When Atticus's mother was talking to Atticus when they when they passed out when they were trying to bring D back, Atticus's grandmother was talking to Letty, and they both told Atticus's mother and Atticus's uh, grandmother told Letty and Atticus that Atticus must be sacrificed in order to um, defeat. Or in order to take the 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 uh, the magic away from white people and secure it for black people, and that's what happened after the whole um, what what are we gonna call it? Because um, after so the white girls I forgot her name. What what was the white girl's name? Well, well, here's the thing. No, no, that that was true. The thing was the blood that was in the vial was not true because. Um, Atticus was sacrificed, but still nothing was happening. And so that's when the girl, you know, the, the, the monster girl, she took, she, cause like the girl was about to walk away. She took, um, no, well, Letty was not Letty, not Letty. Um, Hippolyta was saying they have to be connected in order for this to work. So that's why she, yeah. And that's when the monster powers to, to, to connect them. They were connected through the the nine tail Fox. Yeah. And that's when it worked. But yeah, but the whole thing was, and I could be wrong, but you I thought the whole thing was that Atticus was dying regardless. Yeah, Atticus still had to die, but he needed that her blood. Um, she he needed to swallow her blood, but then that was fake blood. Though. So instead, the Nine Tail connected her and him together with their little magic thing. But but when did they find out that Ruby wasn't Ruby? I don't think they ever found that out. Letty was the only one who knew that. that no, 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 yeah, exactly. They didn't find that out um, until she transform and then Atticus is like ah shit remember that oh okay and then so so we we all thought like ah shit it didn't work and then the night tail fox grabbed there was like nope we're connecting you okay and we're connecting Atticus okay 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 and that's when they work so so all right that that makes sense and then you you saw how Letty uh put the invulnerability spell on her self oh yeah because she she knew it she knew she She has powers she had the baby in her Exactly. So she's yeah. of Atticus's bloodline simply because she was holding his seed. Um, right now, yeah. uh, but uh, how do you feel about where they can go with this now with season two? I, I don't, don't think see I how see a season two can happen. I don't think, I don't think that's possible. You, you all, so the writers, you all fucking tricked everybody thinking that we were finally going to watch a show with, strong, with a strong black male protagonist. Mm-hmm. But essentially the strong the 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 protagonist is actually Letty. Yep. She's the main character of this show. Yeah, that turned. But you killed Atticus, and where do you go from there? Why? And, and at the end, you heard what, heard what she said. She says white people no longer have power, uh, magic. Yeah, every yeah. other race. So that means like now. every other race has magic, but white people cannot have magic anymore. So my whole thing now is. Where do you, who's the, who's the big bad? Who's going to, you know, where do you go That's with it? This? It's over with. It makes me want to read the Lovecraft Country novel, but 
the thing is that book is not reflecting of the show yeah, because it, the book was not about black people whatsoever. Yeah, my, my wife just bought the, the actual book. And that book is hella racist as fuck. Good, good yeah. journey, Brittany. Good journey. Because she gonna get hella bad at that motherfucker. Nah, she she reads books like that. Or it's like really racist, but hey. Have what you, can you do? Well, you, you said you've seen uh, Rosewood, right? With Vin Rings. It was about a town in Florida called Rosewood. It's a true story. Um, some white woman uh, got beat by her husband. No, no. Got beat by somebody else. Another man that she was cheating on her husband with. Mm. And when she got caught uh, doing something, he didn't find out who did it, but she blamed it on a black man. So what it was, was the white people in this town that was a town over from the town of Rosewood, they already hated the black people because the black people were doing better than them. They were living in nicer homes, had had farms and, and, and blacksmiths and all that other shit. So when they heard that a, a black man raped this this white woman, which he didn't, they started killing black people left and right. You've mm. seen that movie. Yeah, I, not, I think I've seen it. If, not, if not, anybody has not, go watch that movie. And I'm not, the reason why I'm telling, I'm going to tell you next is not the reason why I want you to watch it. I just want you to watch it because it was a true story. It's called Rosewood. But man, somebody told me to watch it, but they told me not to watch it a day before I go to work. Because you will uh, be so angry that you're gonna you're gonna uh, have an issue with your white coworkers, <laughs> nigga. I went and watched that movie, nigga. I that shit. I was like, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Lovecraft had a couple of things like that, but I think I'm at the point where uh, seeing uh, black people get killed by white people. Uh, no longer pisses me off, but now it's more of a historical thing because I understand the the his I understand white supremacy a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the Tulsa scene from uh, Lovecraft. How did you feel about that? Oh man, that was powerful. Now, which one had a bet? Not I didn't that, know it was gonna be that. Which powerful. one had a more emotionally effective Tulsa scene? Uh, Lovecraft Country or uh, Watchmen? Oh, Lovecraft uh, Country. That's how because 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 the Watchmen didn't really show anything, and they was killing kids. You know what I mean? They were shooting kids mm-hmm. in the face, and they they were just doing it just to do it. Um, you know, I didn't even think they, they were stealing uh, from the the jewelry shops, and you know what I mean? Right. And then after everything was burnt, they still came with the plane and, and bombed everything. Right. So that you know that really hurt it was like damn right i didn't even think of that you, you remember a time that movies and tv shows whenever a child would be killed or has died you never saw them actually die but now they're just showing kids getting killed on tv got shot in the, the side of the face was blown off it was just like dang yeah that shit that 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 shit was real uh graphic bo- yeah. graphic there you go Gra- i was gonna say vulgar but no it was graphic that's yeah. the right word <laughs> but anyways that's it. Lovecraft Country is done. It's done. Ten episodes, season one. I will not be watching season two if there is a season two. I did not like that ending. I don't. I'm at the point where I don't care to find out what happens next. Um, you guys dropped the ball on this one, Jordan Peele. I know you were just a producer. Uh, yeah. Nah, fam. I didn't like it. It. it they just rushed everything. They, they rushed to everything. Clear everything uh, up. It didn't flow well. No. 
Um, and I was paying attention. Like, I was fucking with it because I was fucking with it because it was black sci-fi, black horror. It was yeah. something different. But then I just started seeing agenda after agenda being pushed in there. Like, there was a graphic uh, uh, sexual scene in there. Two of them that didn't even need to even be shown. Actually, three of them. There was three of them that did not have to be shown. You know what I'm saying? That was, hey. Ruby wanted to be a white woman so bad. Oh, uh, people hated her. I didn't like her either. Because when she got the power, all she did was disrespect another black woman. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and she was upset. Why? Because she, she knew the truth. The truth is they hired her because she was skinny and you were big. And so you wanted to use your power to to uh to hate on her. Like it, it that was so but I mean I can't say that's not realistic. I believe it's true. If if a black woman had that power at that point in time, she would you know, she would do that. She would do it to to experience whiteness, right? But you you uh but I don't think she should have did it in a, in a sense of shitting on that black woman, right? Exactly. Right, but uh it's funny cuz that show made me think about it, right? You know how we're talking about, and it's funny how this all uh, comes together full circle. We were talking about how Jamel Hill was just basically saying that black men just want better access to white patriarchy, right? Mm -hmm. Well, essentially, black women want to be white women. That's that's what that show was showing, that black women well, really have a at deep that, at that infatuation time. To be, at the time. I still think to this day. Well, they goes, want the, they want, vice they want the, versa. They, I, I think yeah, the black men at that black time people, would, would want to be right. white. Black well. people want the accessibility or the proximity proximity to whiteness, mm -hmm. right? And this is why you ever you ever see people you know be in, in interracial couples, um, and people be like, man, why are you with that white man? Why are you with that white girl? And they be like, well, you know, you love who you love. You fall in love with who you love with. But in the same breath, those particular black people who are in interracial couples, they always got a negative connotation or a negative uh, 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 outlook on the opposite sex that's black. You ever notice that? Mm. I've never met a black man or a black woman who is married to a non-black person who talks highly of black people of the opposite sex. You'll have a black woman who's with a, a white man who, who still calls another black woman her sister and, and, and she's pro-black woman, but you'll never find a white, I mean, a black woman or a black man who's with a, a, another white person or another person outside their race who is cool with the opposite sex that's black. They always talk negative about them. I, I, I just started to notice that probably about the last fucking six months. Wait, wait, wait. You confused me. You, okay. you said that a white woman who's dating a black man they wouldn't no no, they no. wouldn't what a black man who's yeah. dating a white woman mm -hmm. or a black woman who's dating a white man for some weird reason when they talk about the black person of oh. the opposite gender they talk down on them yeah white women do that too to their own white man if they're dating a, a black man mm. Same thing with like Asian women who dates white men. Mm -hmm. They they talk down on, on Asian men. On Asian men. Mm. Yeah. And you know what's funny? It just brought this to my attention too. Now that we're talking about this, but that doesn't mean they they hadn't dated them. Oh no! It does. It does. It, it, it's, it's like it's like they say it 
as a reminder to self that this mm. is the reason why I'm over here. Right. Because, you know what I mean? Because this is better. You know, right. they have to remind themselves this is better. Right. <laughs> you know, to go back to Lovecraft Country real quick, um, what is that white woman's name? Who is Atticus's cousin, basically? Uh, I have no idea. Anyways, so somebody said on Twitter, which I agree with now that I, I didn't think of this, right? I agree with it now. She said, he said, it was a he. He said that white women want to be white men. White women want to be white men. Everybody and, wants to be white men. And right? black, <laughs> black women want to be white women. That's what the show I was. I don't was, know about that. No, I'm not saying that it's true. But they were saying that the show, because remember, she played, she would uh, transform herself into that white man. And then Ruby would transform herself into that white woman. And then when they finally had sex on the show, Ruby said, I don't want to have sex with a white man as a black woman. I want to I wanna experience having sex with a white man as a white woman. But, but the, the white woman, she also said that she wanted, her end goal was to become invulnerable. Not invulnerable. What was it? To be, uh, what is it called, James? Help me out. Her, her end goal was to be like, like the live forever. Oh, yeah, the white woman. Yeah, yeah, but she, but she, she also said in one of the episodes, she said that um, she wants to change time where white men are not the leaders of the world. She wanted to bring it where the world was led by women. It was a feminist agenda from the beginning. Mm. From the beginning. Interesting. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get the uh, I, 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 thought I didn't she, get it out of that anyway. Uh, either but when somebody wrote it i thought back to like you know all the scenes that we saw throughout the season and i was like you know what that's kind of true like 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 the the image that the show was trying to portray mm. not saying that's how society is but that's the image that the show was trying to portray yeah Damn. yeah that's i don't know I, I i think black women at the time yeah shoot if you can walk around town without being harassed or, or anything like that, then yeah, I mean, that's, that's believable. They wanted to be white women. Right. But the thing is, the thing I didn't like Ru about Ruby is like, she wanted to separate herself so much from black people. Mm -hmm. And then she wanted to tell herself, Oh, if I was educated enough, that things would be better. And then when she realized it wasn't about her education. It was really about her looks. She was a black woman and she was a, a bigger size black woman um, that she would not get the same opportunities regardless. And that an uneducated black woman who was thinner would, it would get those opportunities. And she was upset. And I think the way she reacted, it made sense. So I think the writers did a good job in that right. sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, the the woman who played Ruby did a, a, an awesome job. Mm -hmm. All the actors and actresses on that show, regardless of color, did a great job. Like the the, the police officer, the racist ass police officer. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, he did a good job. 
like a bunch of black people and put his body on top of it well yeah you didn't hear when she walked up to him she was like well when when she was when she was masking herself as that white man i forgot the white man's name that she was playing william or something like that oh yeah william yeah um he says uh look at my cat on his ninth live you know what i'm saying because this this ain't the first time this nigga has died and came back he used black bodies to renew himself that was a call back to our melanin in our skin and how there are groups of people in black in the black race who believe that white people want what we have same like that movie get out if you ever thought about that remember get out where they would they would abduct black people and put white souls in black bodies yeah shit is deep when see, see when you when you start thinking along this level Everything is deep, nigga. There, there's no way that you could just watch a TV show and not try to be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like I was telling Anthony, I was telling my wife, when Atticus bit into the flesh of Titus and drunk, or what, what I thought was the blood of Titus, that's communion. It is, yep. And then he got crucified on the cross. Come on, son. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Come on, son. Yeah, that's crazy. But anyways, let's stop talking about Lovecraft Country, man. I'm love, 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 Lovecraft Country. I said Croft again. Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. All right, yo, we gonna go into a short commercial break, and we gonna come back because we got some shit to talk about. We gonna talk about monogamy, uh, in a marriage. Is it possible? And how does it affect the man? We'll be back. Stay tuned. Hey, yo, what's good, family? It's your boy, Concept, from the Earn Time More podcast, and this commercial break is brought to you by Factor Herbals. Factor Herbals Company is an organic, vegan herbal line that provides an intracellular cleanse to rid your body of toxins, parasites, and waste. Backed by its research, Factor Herbals is proud of their ability to promote wellness and healthier lifestyles. All listeners can receive 15% off of your next purchase when you use code ETO pod again that code is ETO pod that's E T O P O D and you'll get 15% off of your next order when you visit factorherbalscode.com and we're back so let's just let's just jump into it fuck it I don't give a fuck ain't nothing to talk about no extra shit you know what I'm saying so let's get into it uh the title of this is Monogamy and Marriage, Sex After 10 Years. This is a podcast. I wish I had their podcast. They are a married couple. And um, I guess the husband had a question to ask his wife. And um, she gave him an answer. And you know, like, like, how, like what he heard, you know what I'm saying? And this is Faze's first time hearing this. This is my second, uh, second time hearing this. But uh, let's all get into it. I am not allowed, <laughs> based on our marriage laws and uh-huh. the, the contract we've signed with each other, right. to have sex with anybody else. Right. So these urges that come, mm-hmm. I have to share them with the one person I decide to spend the rest of my life with. Right. So that, that brings me back to my, my, my soundbite. Okay. Right? I don't understand, and this is what we can discuss. Fuck is on his head. Mm-hmm. As a woman, because I don't... I don't see the man versus woman thing, but a lot of women do complain. Oh, my husband's always on me. Why is he always on me? Mm-hmm. If sex is going to be a chore for you that you don't really want to do, why do women constantly 
push monogamy on men. If you know that you don't want to have mm. to deal with him all the time just wanting you, mm -hmm. why do you push monogamy on them? Mm. Well, who's to say I pushed anything on anybody? Like, Well, we know that people, you pushed monogamy on me. I pushed monogamy on I forced you to get married to me? Time out. I didn't say you That's not the same thing. <laughs> That's not the same thing. But see, women hear what they want to hear. <laughs> At the end yeah. of the day, I understood exactly what he was talking about. Hey, that first part, man, that shit's real as fuck. If you ever been with a woman for 10 years and, you know, you have to, you know, you get your, your, your monogamy, right? You're going to have urges, man. Monogamous. Monog you're, you're monogamous and you're going to have ur uh, urges like a motherfucker, right? Right. Mm -hmm. That shit does not go anywhere. And so some of those urges are now placed on her. And sometimes men are, is all over you. And sometimes women is just not in moods. I mean, and then you're like, it does, the sex becomes whack sometimes because you know that she's doing it not because she wants to, but, but because, because you feel chore. like it's a, yeah. And I like and how then, you use that word chore. Chore is exactly yeah. what it is. And then that sometimes it actually feels that way. I've only been married for one year, but I've been with my, my girl for about, what, almost 10 years now. Mm. And I can see. Same here. You started, dating, didn't, you started dating your wife around the time I started dating my wife. Yeah. Probably around, a, I'm probably a year up on you or a few months up on yeah, you. Yeah, about like, I think you're like two years up on me. Mm. But yeah, I can see how that is. But then yet again, yeah, monogamy is, is, is a thing. Right. Oh, I'm gonna All right. So, well, let's continue the video. And we're going to stop periodically like we just did. And it's fine. Did you not say to me that you wanted to be engaged and you wanted to be married before you lived with me? You I, didn't want, say that? I want a billion dollars. That don't mean I'm going to get it. I but, can want but something, come but on. not. What? Right now, you're nobody, dodging the question. Nobody pressed you to, to do it. Yes, is that something I wanted? Yes, it was. But you didn't press me. To, are you going to lie now so to the people because we're talking about sex? Deval, you're going to lie now to the people? Deval. Knowing Kanine, you didn't want me she called that nigga by his first name. Yeah, no, of course I did. So then why are you avoiding the question? That's not avoiding the question. I'm saying, does that mean because I want it and I requested that, that you were going to deliver it? Like, nobody pressed you for that. Tomo, you just said you wanted uh, it and you requested it. Do you not hear yourself? I can make a request. Is the request going to be granted? Am I That's not, up to you. Am I, uh, I not granting you You are granting it to so me. So this is my question. Look at your boy. Look at your boy. This is my question. If you wanted monogamy, okay. Why would you want monogamy if monogamy, if if sex is a chore for you? That's the question. Mm. You're avoiding the question. I'm not avoiding the question, but at first, you well, uh, we know what's going on. <laughs> and yeah, she, she ain't giving the box up as much as he wanted. Not, not as much. That comes and, with marriage, y'all. That comes yeah. with marriage. That comes with marriage. And sometimes, you know, shit gets boring. You know, your, your old moves. You know, you you. you trying to attract your woman or are you doing uh things that used to make sense don't make sense anymore they, they get used to it and shit like that it's hard because you always got to reinvent the wheel at, like almost every year that's, that's the point of a relationship it's, it's, that spice it's easy, up, easy man. yeah it's easy to get in but it's hard to maintain and, and, and i'll tell you this women there's no days off as a married man no you gotta spice things up 
No, I, I mean, I didn't say women. No, 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 I, no, I, no, I, no, I, no, I'm not saying you. No, I'm just thinking like men got to spice things. I think it's our job because at the end, of, I don't know. Maybe it's just, it depends on the relationship. Uh, that's when I'll say is. It's, it's supposed to be both of our jobs, but. Ladies, you can't, and this, this goes no diss to nobody, but I know there are men who deal with this because y'all niggas be on Twitter talking about it. Ladies, stop laying on your back. Just stop laying on your back. <laughs> now, missionary is an intimate sexual position. It's good. It like feels good than a motherfucker. Especially yep. if you got a woman with thick-ass thighs, soft skin. Mm -hmm. Feels good. But it gets boring. <laughs> it might feel good to you. Uh, and it might feel good to us when we're ready to nut. But... <laughs> Starting off in missionary, staying in mission, missionary, nah. Girl, you're going to have to get on top. You're going to have to go, you know, do a little reverse cowgirl, whatever, bend the fuck over. Whatever other positions you can think of, spice it up. You ain't got to do the same positions every time we have sex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now nah, you got to get straight to the point. You got to get straight to what feels good. <laughs> right. But it it would be nice, man. You, you know, you go on a date with all these. Uh, if you go on a date with a random chick or whatever, you know, four plays into it. You know, a girl probably grab your your leg, your dick. You know, something like that. And then you you like, nah, stop playing. And then you get into the room, you get into a dark area, and y'all act like fucking animals, right? But now it's 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 more of like we live together. I'm not gonna act like an animal because we got. You know, we got to cook and clean in the, in the next five minutes. You know, I can well, see how. I'll say this. The one thing I've learned in my five years pushing, yeah, five years of marriage. Nigga, you bugging. Is that do everything that you know that you need to do. That's not going to make her bitch. And when you do all those things, she'll be the freakiest motherfucker in bed that night. That night. Until you I'm telling you this right now. And my wife so? just came home. So she's probably hearing this. Fuck it. My wife told me yesterday, she said, because she, 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 she goes to a workout class. And my daughter was with her grandmother. So I was like, I was home. I was chilling. But she told me, she said, can you straighten up the baby's room? And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. So what I did was I straightened up the baby's room and I folded all the clothes and I cleaned up the kitchen, right? Because I knew that if, the, you know, if you left that shit there. But what if you don't get it if you do all that? You don't get shit. But it's not, it's not the fact that I was doing it to get shit. That was just the plus. The fact of the matter is I was doing it so she wouldn't bitch. Because to be, be quite uh, frank, what she did was I was at work all day. She works from home and she was like, well, she didn't say nothing. When I got home, she was in the kitchen cooking my nigga before she went out to her workout class. Meaning she made sure that a nigga was, had food to eat as a wife should. Right. So because she did that, I was like, yo, thank you. I got you. When she came home, she didn't have to do nothing. There was no dishes in the sink. There was no clothes on the floor for my daughter having needing a bath. None of that shit. 
And you know what happened after that. So I'm just telling y'all, black men, do everything that you don't want to do, but it, but you know if you do it, she won't bitch about it. And you might go to sleep with less stress. That's all I got to say. Mm. Yeah. But let, let, let's continue this video because, uh, yeah, there's more. Or, or in general, me specifically, are pushing monogamy on somebody. Okay, yes, that's something that I wanted. But I didn't press you for it and be like, Deval, I'm going to hold a gun to your head to propose to so me. Also, women... also okay. let me finish. Also, I don't feel like I was adequately prepared for marriage. And I've said that before because if I knew... That... Wait, what? what How do you tell a man that you're not going to move in and live with him unless you are engaged and married but then you're going to say that you then that you also felt like you weren't ready for marriage so why did you say i do wait first of all why did so the dude did it just to get wait wait, wait, wait. no he did it because he was ready he wanted to move in where he was ready for for them to go to the next step which was playing house and i already said what i said what two episodes ago about y'all gotta stop playing house you know what i'm saying and uh he wanted to play house but she was like nah i'm not playing house we need to be married and i'll be your wife and we and i'm moving to your home well why the hell did he he do it if he wasn't ready for uh no he was ready for marriage but he didn't he didn't know that he was going to have to deal with um being committed to a woman who was, what was the word he used? Who was uh, acting like sex was a chore? Because I, I'm assuming that she never acted like sex was a chore before they were married. I don't think he noticed it. I think uh, I, I think when you move in with someone, I think this goes back to one of our podcasts, but when you move in with somebody, when sex becomes consistent, that's when it slowly, you know, loses its luster. It slowly dies, you know, you don't want it as much. having your woman live in a whole nother residence, uh, residency, and yeah, you, you, don't see know her, you see her a few days out of the week versus every single day when you come home from work. You might be talking to her every day, but the fact that you see her every single day and, and she's over your house versus her, she may come over Thursday, Friday, Saturday, go home Sunday, and then you see her again at the end of the week again the next week. It's a big difference because y'all ain't seen each other in a few days. So she going to get her rocks off crazy because y'all don't live together. She's like, what way he's like, man, you used to love me with this shirt. Remember when every time I wore this shirt, you used to just throw it at me. Mm -hmm. like, but nigga, you wear that shirt every day. Every I got day. used to that shirt. That shit's starting <laughs> to smell like Dorito stains yeah. and Xbox controller, nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I ain't fucking with that shirt no more. Right. Yeah, that's true. All right, so let's let's, let's continue this shit. We're going we gonna to talk about this whole thing, man. Let's get it. I wanted to be monogamous anyway. So that's fair, but we're not even, even talking the about The fuck monogamous. is on his let's head? Let's talk about dating. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Two people are dating. Typically, in society, who asks for exclusivity first, a woman or a man? I would say a woman. Thank you. That was my whole point. See, you were going all over the place. If women typically ask for exclusivity first... Then when they get exclusivity, say, he always on me. He always want to have sex. Why are we asking men for exclusivity 
if we do not want to participate in sex, for, in sex at the same level as men, we have to think about what I, that does to a I, man. Yes, that nigga is right. Hmm. He's right. If you want us to be committed to you, um, exclusive, uh, have our relationship exclusive to the point where we're not seeing other people, not having sex with other people. Um, when I want to have sex or when you want to have sex, I'm coming to you or you're coming to me. And I feel like now that we're in a relationship, you should fulfill my needs. But what he's not understanding is I don't know what his wife does for a living. I don't I don't know if she's a stay at home mom and she's taking care of the kids, which is still stressful, or she's a businesswoman. She got a, a couple of things that she's doing on the side. Stress from reality interrupts your passion between the two the, the between the both of y'all definitely. Mm. But let's press play. And, and I don't think that that's being that, that conversation is being had. Okay, I agree, and that part I agree with. Yes, that women are typically the ones that will ask for the exclusivity. I get that. Yes, but what I'm saying is, me as a woman, I don't think that I was necessarily prepared or in the mindset to know that. It's almost like once you get into it, then you're like, oh shoot, like this is what I'm going to have to keep up with. I get that. Us speaking as 36 year old people know that now. Had I known that at 26, I get that. I would have to contend with that. I Even in the dating realm, I then it might have been something I would have reevaluated. So now let's go back to what you asked. She's right. Yeah. She's right. She's right. You said to me, you never pressured me to get married. In 2007, we were living together, right? You said you no longer wanted to live up with me and shack up with me because mm -hmm. you wanted to be my wife, not my girlfriend. Right, because I wanted to know where that the don't sound like going. pressure to you. It sounds like me voicing where I see my life going. All right, this nigga bugging. What you think yeah, about yeah. that? I think he's bugging. Like, yeah, he's bugging. Now. <laughs> he, <laughs> I didn't know that they was already bugging. living together, but it, they were already living together. And she, she was like, "All right, we've been living together. What's next?" Yeah, like I, I just not gonna be up here shacking up, having sex for. She's right. Know, she's right. She's right. She's with right. no reason. Right. It it sounds like me saying this is what I would like. You can decide to meet me there. If not. We can reevaluate what exactly we're doing. Okay. Right. Would I call it pressure per se? No. Not necessarily pressure. <laughs> this nigga, he, so let me say this. This is funny because I've been saying this for a few episodes now, but this is what I mean, phased by podcasting is inviting those who listen into your personal space, mm. your opinion, how you think, how you perceive things, right? This right. is a couple. This is, this, is, this is a married couple. And this is a conversation that they definitely would have had behind closed doors, but because they were on, they're doing their, their, their show, it came up, and they're talking to each other the same way that they would talk behind closed doors. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, he. I'm pretty sure he has a couple of. Cause I, I mean, I, I go through the same situation. He probably has a couple of friends, mm. still single, who's out there, you know, still telling the crazy stories of all these girls and what they do in the bedroom, and you know, you know how how they attract them and how they rub their leg and you know all this foreplay stuff. 
that you're probably not getting at, at, at home or or as con- it sounds consistent, but it's, they're not getting consistent sex, right? That's the trade-off. But um, yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. Right. It's frustrating, but you know, it is what yeah. it is. Because because you're you're dealing with another human being and and the things yeah. that they're going through mentally physically, um. But sometimes sometimes I mean everyone's human, right? So you're gonna be horny, right? So sometimes you're you're horny, but you look at your spouse, you're like, man, I don't even feel like begging. You know, mm. I, I don't even feel like begging for it today. So let me mm. roll my ass over and go to the. Ain't, back. ain't that some shit though? Ain't that some shit? Let's talk about that for a second. That's true. It's men, like, and I, I think he feels the same way. But men, do you feel like men at a certain point do beg for sex to their spouse? Or because I don't think women beg for sex. I think when women want no. sex, they be like, "Hey, they they let us know they want sex," and we be yeah. like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go." And I feel like if men are in control of themselves, because I know men aren't. Women would be begging for sex too. Hmm. So you know what they say? They say men's sexual um, peak is when they're young, and the older they get, their 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 uh, their urge for sex just goes down. But women are in the reverse. So when women are reaching their fifties, their sexual uh, 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 energy is just skyrocket. While we're just sitting over there, like, man, I'm tired. I don't want to do this right now. <laughs> Right. And so which this is why you see a lot of young boys with older women. Right. So because they can go two, three, four times. Yeah. Right? And men stop working out at a certain point. Right. So, so, so with night, that being said, <laughs> so that one brother, night in that day, <laughs> that being said, like I said, at That's the beginning it. of this podcast, I went and I worked out, took me some pre-workout, I worked out 30 minutes later. Got me some food to re-energize my muscles and shit. Got me some red wine. Get the blood flowing. After this episode, I'm going in the shower. I'm taking me a nice warm shower and then 60 seconds straight cold. Get that blood flowing again. Because I'm going to be ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to be ready, son. Because you, you, I'm getting older. I'm 32 years old. I'm getting older. Getting older. No, nah, our, our grandfather. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I think. Oh no, nah, that's that's a story. Uh, Dad told me he his stuff just stopped working. So just stopped, man. He's ninety something years 90 old. Ninety something years old. So please let me have <laughs> let that's me have saying, genetic like, makeup. Right you gotta there. work out because I I know sometimes when I didn't work out, if if I met it in the beginning of the day, I'm done. Like you, know, I, you know what they say. That this is why they this is why they say that semen retention is a thing amongst black yeah, men now. Black true. men are really learning about semen retention. Um, when you masturbate and you bust a nut, yep. they say it takes four days for you to regain that energy from you busting that nut four right. days ago. So you gotta watch out to you niggas who like to come home and go sit on the toilet while your wife downstairs or your girl in another room and you over there watching porn, nigga, you fucking yourself up. You yeah. fucking yourself up. But if you, I mean, but if you know your wife, you, you and your wife had like a little argument or whatever, you know, like, Oh, you know, you ain't, ain't getting no pussy tonight. I ain't yeah. getting no pussy tonight. I'm going to just end 
I might as well just cater to myself today. Oh man, but that's man, a damn shame. Let let let's continue this shit. Let's get through this video. <laughs> You're right. You are right. He's like, damn. This nigga still doing this pressure. But you don't want to say it's pressure. What about being you engaged? You might have felt pressure. What about there being was no engaged? Behind it. I said. She was like uh, married. an artist. She said, I don't want to be engaged longer than a year. Mm. Is that not pressure? That is pressure. He's right. That's me voicing. Uh, but you, you're giving a timestamp. You're giving uh, a timestamp. Sounds like pressure to me. So you say you want to be engaged. Wait, so you, did, you got married to you her? Married with so you didn't want to lose her? Do that. We get married. Mm -hmm. Then you make What does that say about you? Like sex is a exactly but you got to understand that women do do this like when i got when i got engaged to my wife um she was going she was trying to get accepted in uh john jay in new york and um i was gonna move up back up to new york if she got accepted but she did say to me she said uh but we're not living together unless i'm engaged and I knew I wanted to be with her the rest of my life, but, you know, I, I didn't think my money was up to the point where, you know, I can afford a ring, but I could. I didn't know. I didn't know how much rings cost. I didn't even take the opportunity to fucking find that out. But when I found it out, I was like, oh, I can do this shit. So I bought her I, I bought her a ring. We went up to New York to go look at the schools, and I got engaged to her, you know what I mean? And then a year later, we got married. But what he's talking about happens. Yep. Chore to you. Uh-oh. That was the end of that one. So let's let's let's, let's get into the last, the very last one. And uh yeah. I mean, this is a podcast. I really want to find that podcast so we could plug it because this is a good conversation. Yeah, she reminds me of uh who who's the girl that was singing with Ja Rule? Nigga, don't say Jennifer Lopez. No. The uh the other one. Ashanti? Ashanti, a little Ashanti. Hell no, nah. Ashanti gave me that energy. Man. No, but she gives me a Ashanti energy. How so? I don't know. It's the way she speaks. Hold on, let, let me press play. Let's see. Exactly, what we're doing. Okay. Would I call it pressure? Per no, she sounds like Joel Santana's baby mom's or wife now. That's uh, who she sounds like. She sounds like every Spanish chick I know that has a lust for black dick. Is she Spanish? <laughs> she either Spanish or Asian. She probably Filipino, Filipino, an Asian who speaks Spanish. But yeah, hey, not necessarily pressure. <laughs> Why are they playing this again? That might have been so. It's the same thing. So that that was the end of the conversation. That shit. That shit is cringy as fuck. What? He what? That, that he did. Did that? <laughs> He's doing it for the for the podcast, but yeah, nah. Yeah, you ain't got to put on a facade, but yeah, that was it. Is, is monogamy is a monogamy a real thing? Oh, uh, monogamy's been going on for for centuries. If you believe, no, no, I'm saying, if, is it? I mean, is it a real thing? Are we meant to be monogamous? Monogamous. So there are people who believe that nobody is truly monogamous because people eventually cheat. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't mm. believe it. I do believe that there are couples who have never cheated on each other. I, I do believe that those who have never physically cheated on each other have thought about cheating on each other, but I don't believe that they have actually 
done it. You know what I'm saying? There are people who have never done it. And then there are people who are... They've done it. They just do it at work. And they're flirting at work, but then right, they, they don't do anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's always a chance for everything. People don't shoot. Some people do. Some people, I don't know. But I don't, I don't think humans, I think humans are animals and animals are not even monogamous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, I honestly believe men are just out here, uh, to, uh, spread their seed. That's what the Bible seed. tells you to do. Um, but I'll say this. When you are with a girl and she tells you that she wants to spend the rest of her life with you and she does not want to invite another woman, and in, in today's world, I guess another man, into your bedroom, uh, you as her husband has to respect that and yeah. uh, and say, well, well, I guess you wouldn't be her husband. You wouldn't have that conversation when you're already married. You would have the conversation prior to being married. But uh, yeah, uh, so being married to a woman who wants to be monogamous, you have to be monogamous, marrying her. But dating her, if she wants to be monogamous and you don't, that's the that's your time to say, well, then this ain't going to work out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, and again, it's, it's, it is a conversation with your, um, you know, both of you guys. If you guys agree on having... Uh, a skip day or what? I don't know what to call it. What a, a cheat day or whatever? Then that's that's a conversation you gotta so, have. So, which, which which brings a question uh, to the podcast: Do you think inviting another woman or another man into your bedroom or into your spouse's life nope. works out good for either of you? Nope, because then you're going to realize how easy it is, and you're going to do it without their um, consent. I know several people who have been in long-term relationships, not married, but long-term relationships, where uh, they would bring another woman into the mix, and then the woman would get upset when she finds out that he is <laughs> fucking shorty on the side without her there. Or he would get upset that she's having. I thought it was cool. I thought we were cool. Right, right. It don't work, y'all. It don't work. I, I know it's yeah. a fantasy that has been implanted into your mind due to you, especially men, due to you watching porn and all this other shit. But that's not reality. It's 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 fucking scripted for a reason because it's fake. Now, if you are two individuals who like, if if you're a man who likes that particular lifestyle. And you're a woman who likes that particular lifestyle and y'all come together that's when it works but if you are a woman who has never had sex with another girl or you are a woman who um doesn't want your man to have sex with another girl or you are a man who doesn't want your woman you don't want to be a cuckold nigga right no man wants to be a cuckold yeah. yeah a cuckold is that is that how you say cuckold I, I think it's cuckold that's, oh, how right, I, yeah. that's how i read it and if you are a man who um doesn't want your woman to have sex with another woman then it's not gonna work because when y'all bring that third person into the mix when you're not home i guarantee you they smashing each other i guarantee you guarantee you it's very rare that 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 you're you you get in a position where uh the third party is respectable to the point that they wait for both parties to be present 
And then, and then they'd be like, when you get caught, they're like, well, you know, I thought it was cool. <laughs> you know, you know how nope. defeating it is. So it's one thing for your wife or your girlfriend to cheat on you with another dude. But to leave you as a man with a woman, that shit is disrespectful as fuck. Wait, wait, wait. to leave you as a man. So to go with that, woman. and same for the ladies. Same for the ladies. For for you to be okay with, what did this nigga tell me that shit was called? BBG is it? Is that how you say it? What's that? BBG? Boy, boy, girl. Oh. So there's a whole society where people don't believe that uh, it's, it's still a threesome. Whether it's a boy, girl, girl is a threesome or boy, boy, girl is a threesome. In my mind, more than one guy is a fucking train, right? It's <laughs> one woman is a fucking train. Whatever. Some people don't believe that. Anyways, uh, I'm going to tell you this right now, niggas. If you allow your woman... To bring another man into your situation, regardless if you even fuck with that man and you say you straight, but you don't care that your woman gets smashed out while you smashing her by another man, mm. that nigga will fuck your girl while you not at home. And ladies, that nigga will fuck that girl while you not home. So stop acting like, like it's just going to be something that the two of y'all do together. It's not going to happen that way. No fucking way. Unless... The two of y'all are just those type of fucking freaks that is okay. <laughs> it's not going to happen that way. Bringing a third party into the relationship will ruin your relationship if you are not that freaky. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And with that being said, fuck that, nigga. Man, woman, and child, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's what I signed up for. Me and my wife, that's it. Signed up. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need no other woman there. And, you know, I would think that Adding a third party to your relationship proves how good your sex is without them. It's not yeah. as good as you think. That's why you got to bring Thanks. in a third person into your shit. I mean, you got to always re reinvent the wheel. You think the sex you given is, you know, she's not going to get used to it or get bored of it within like 10, 10 years and you got to reinvent the wheel and well, yeah, you got to you got to reinvent the wheel in the sense of uh, your persona, the, the way that the way that you move in life. Like, say you a nigga that works at McDonald's and your girl worked at McDonald's at one point in her time and one point in her life, and she um, decided, let's get married. I want to I want to get married to you. Y'all get married, whatever. Y'all have kids, but the sex starting to get a little boring. So you try to spice things up. But evidently, it's not how you spice it up. It's actually what's turning her off is the fact that, nigga, you still work at fucking McDonald's. <laughs> right? A lot of niggas think it's the sex that needs to be spiced up after 10 years. Actually, you need to level up as a man or... Yeah, fuck that. Ain't no woman. You need to level up as a man. Yeah, man and and, 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 and uh, she's tired of living a particular lifestyle that she's living. She wants to go on vacations more times out of the year. But because you haven't leveled yourself up, she can't do that. Yep. You can't. Your income is supposed to change, my nigga. I say every five years, your income is supposed to elevate. If it's staying stagnant, and I'm and, and fuck that little three percent raise you get at your job. If it's staying stagnant, 
your woman will cheat on you or she will divorce you or leave you because she's going to want she when women mature they're going to they want more and as a man, if you can't provide more, and it doesn't have to be ex exactly money, but if you can't provide more than what you currently are giving, yeah, you're done. I think, yeah, vice versa. Like, if you're not um, showing a benefit for being with each other or, or being with that particular person, then I don't know. I think that's human nature, right? You, you just feel like, why am I wasting my time? Even right. if you got kids and everything, if, if he's not showing uh, a benefit, you know, his benefit to you, then shit. Maybe he benefited you at a certain point in your life, but then now, you know, you evolve and you got a new job and he's not showing a benefit at all in, after 10 years, then you might be thinking twice. Right. And, and I'll say this, though. You know, no woman wants to uh, deal with a nigga who's not pushing himself to be greater than what he currently is. That's true. Period. If you, if she met you making a hundred thousand dollars a year, nigga, in ten years you better be making four. Better be making three, right? Like for you to be at that level, starting off with your relationship is at. You can, you're, you're supposed to go higher regardless of where you're at. If you're making $50,000 a year in 10 years, you better at least be making a hundred. And that doesn't mean your actual job. That just means you investing in shit. You know, right. if, 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 if it all, all of it combined mm -hmm. is more than what you normally. I'll be trying to tell happen. niggas. I'll be trying to tell niggas. If you're single in your thirties, you're still living at home with your mother or your father. First of all, you shouldn't be dating. I think at 30, no man who doesn't own a car and doesn't at least have his own place, whether that's a house, a home, or an apartment, should be dating. Mm. Period. Right? Now, if you have a home, I mean, if you have an apartment and, and you meet this girl, um, she's evidently, if she's ev eventually going to want you to now provide a roof overhead in the sense of what's the next level, what's the next step? Buy a home. Right. That's the next, that's your level up. After you buy a home, what's the next step? What's your investments? What are you investing into? What? How are you bringing right. more money into the home? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of niggas think, well, I married you and I got this. I, I created all this for us and that's it. Nah, nigga. You're going to have to work your ass off until you die, my nigga. <laughs> Especially if you start having kids. That's just what it is. In this society, and this society has been the way it's been since the beginning of the time, men cannot afford to be broke and think that they, the world is supposed to be given to them. They can't. Uh, that's funny. Why? No, nah, nah, I, I was just thinking about, uh, yeah, man, the, the same thing is going to be like, man, I, I keep, I want to have, I want to get some, um, I want to have sex with my wife, but she's just not giving it to me. Yep. It's like, nigga, you still at work at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I say this, too, because I saw a post on Twitter, and a uh, nigga was like, uh, he told a girl, he said, yeah, man, my money not looking right, but um, how about you come over to my apartment, 
and uh, we order some takeout and have some wine on, and cheese on my on my balcony. And I and at first my wife told me this. At first I was like, I mean that's a good date. You get to sit down, you get to converse, you get to talk. And then she was like, nah, it's not a good date. I was like, why not? She was like, it's their first date. I was like, this nigga bugging. <laughs> if you can't afford to take a woman out, whether hey, it's... Hey, hey, he's starting out slow. You know what I mean? Fuck that. Remember, I told you, what, what did I tell you? A, a good first date is a what? A picnic or, or, or a museum. Somewhere the where you can... The house is COVID. But, <laughs> nigga, you're inviting her to your home. When you invite a woman to your home, what does that mean that you're insinuating? You want some what? Sex, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but she's obligated to say no. It's the first She thing. is obligated. She is obligated to say no. And, she, and yeah. that girl definitely did say no. She, she, she said, nigga, I can't help you. Uh, holler at me when you get your money up. Dang, would she want to talk to him if, if he's just now getting his money up? Well, because she got her situation together. So she expects to be dealing with a man who's equal or, or, or above. You know what I mean? Yeah. Niggas, if you can't afford to take a woman out on a date, you shouldn't be dating. Point blank, period. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So with that being said, this is the Earn Time Off podcast. You episode can follow 18. us. Episode 18. Yes, sir. You can Third. follow us on all social media platforms. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the ETO Podcast, and on YouTube at the Earn Time More Podcast. It's your boy Concept. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Your Boy Concept, and you can follow me on YouTube at It's Your Boy TV. Yep, and this is your boy Faze. You can follow me on Instagram at JBoogieStyles, and on Twitter is Con underscore Damn. Uh, I think I follow a couple people on there, so uh, let's keep it up. And you have anything else to say? Yeah. Concept. Um, please, y'all. Uh the last episode when I told y'all, you know, just write down some just 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 comment. Just comment. It helps with the algorithm. Right. And, and I told people you say, I mean, I don't give a fuck if you write uh uh hey yo mark, your hairline's crooked. You know what I'm saying? Somebody wrote, somebody hey, wrote yo, mark, yep. your hairline's <laughs> crooked, you know what I mean? So I, I got something shiny in my head right now, too. That's crazy. Anyways. Um, yeah, continue to do that. I don't give a fuck what it says. I don't give a fuck if they say, uh, this episode was ass. You know what I mean? Still hit that like button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still hit the like button. Uh, mm -hmm. Comment, subscribe, and definitely share this motherfucker. Please put this shit on your, your Instagram, Facebook stories, your Snapchat stories, on your Twitter feed. Um, help us out. Because helping us yes, out please. continues to keep on pushing this thing out, man. And if you have any personal YouTube channels, send them. I would like to subscribe. I would like to watch them. I would like to even promote them on this YouTube page. Oh, yeah. If you have a, a business of your own, something that other people can buy things from you, uh, send us that. And uh, we'll promote that too. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're just trying to help other black content creators, other black business owners. We're all trying to thrive. We're all trying to feed off each other and, and all succeed at the same time. So that's what it is. So that sounds good. There you go. Episode 18, 18. in the bag, baby. It's the Earn Time Off podcast, podcast signing out. Well, holla. Peace.